0: Hello, my name is Matthew Bernal, and um, this is the first post of my show, I guess. Um, I've really been putting off writing a script, which I was hoping to write, so that I have something planned to talk about on my show. I've been reading books and guides on how to start a podcast and how this all should work. I'm recording this off of my uh, Samsung Galaxy S4. I have my my old computer tower covered with a giant green blanket to make minimal noise, hopefully to uh, dampen the sound. Um, And I'm sitting here on my bed. um, Yeah, talking into my phone. So, uh, (laughs) so as you can see, this is this is more of a whim because. I mean, obviously I should be doing other things, but, um, we'll see where this goes. A little bit about myself. I'm sorry, a little bit about myself. Um, I live in California, um, I'm not tall, I'm not short, uh, I like popcorn, and, uh, yeah, I mean there's not much to me. I'm definitely not perfect, but uh I try to be the best that I can. I really do. Um Yeah. So I just finished watching uh season finale of uh Legend of Korra and wow. That was that was really, really cool. Um. Just the ending, I liked very much. Uh, spoiler alerts! So I'm going to start talking about the episode. Um, the whole. <laughs> I started reading a few reviews afterwards, and it was exactly as I thought. Uh, a, the giant kaiju fight at the end, between Korra and the Dark Avatar Unalak That was that was really cool. I was a bit confused at, uh, Jinora appearing at the end, holding Rava in her hands, and then suddenly Rava appearing in the chest of Unalak. That was... That was very strange. Uh, earlier in the episode, she had disappeared to go do something to help Korra, and then she suddenly appears... Odd, 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 odd. Um... It's pretty much a deus ex machina i think like the end of the first season with avatar aang Ong, aang it's aang appearing and even though he's a spirit restoring korra's bending that was very odd as well um but i think it's going very well um I've seen a lot of, uh, posts on Tumblr talking about how people can't stand Mako anymore because of the decisions he's making in his relationships. I mean, and people have been talking, and this was something I was definitely concerned with myself, this show becoming, uh, all about relationships, pretty much how, how, uh, uh, the Hunger Games series became near the end of the second book and... Pretty much the entirety of the third book. But... I mean, they they, they expect Mako to make these perfect choices. He's new to relationships. He grew up on the streets with his brother. He's he's definitely street smart. But he survived protecting his brother without knowing anything. Not much else. Okay? I mean, you can't expect a teenager or, you know... uh, A young adult to be good at these things. At making good decisions especially especially with all these crazy stuff happening i mean no what he did wasn't okay he it wasn't awesome that he suddenly breaks up with with uh korra and then immediately goes back to um asami and then the whole thing in the episodes the final episodes with him uh, pretty much just avoiding the subject that him and Cora had broken up. Though, at the end, he did handle that very well. Um, it was very natural. And it was very human. I think he was very well written. I think the scenes concerning his relationships were very well done. You know... Uh, yeah. Uh, huh. The, um. The, uh, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to make too much, uh, silent noise. Definitely, I want to keep talking. Keep your attention, peoples. Um, obviously i'm gonna be a little bit more coordinated in any future podcasts uh the thing is if i don't have a second person with me i kind of find a kind of have a hard time talking about things i've spent a lot of time with myself but i mean by myself but i don't really think about things usually my mind goes blank and like yeah i read a i read an article talking about um or good parenting advice. How you speak to your one of them was how you speak to your children, will eventually become the voice inside their heads. So the little voice that you hear in your head that when you're thinking, is the results of how your parents talk to you. And uh, I don't I don't have a voice in my head like most people do. Um, I usually speak out loud. Which has gotten me in trouble speak because I don't have a filter, and uh, well, I, I I'm trying to make a filter for myself, but I usually say a lot of things that I shouldn't, because I don't have that little voice in my head, and I usually speak out loud. Uh, because as well, I don't want to get too personal, but you know, I I kind of grew up disconnected from my family. Let's say. So, I just never developed that. But, uh... I mean... I... I speak to myself in my head, but it's my own voice. It's no other voice. Let's see. I guess this is an introductory episode, so I guess I'll just speak more about myself. Um... When I was little, I wanted to be a video game maker as I called it. Later I found out it was called Graphic Designer. Or something else. I could be wrong. Um, I definitely don't want to do that. Uh, Something that I don't feel is my plan